Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Talk Recorded live. Hey there, Michigan sports fanatics. My name is Taylor Phillips, and this is episode 93 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on Talk Show. I thought this would sound like a better intro. Uh, I am all alone here. Tigers barely nip the Mets 6-5. J.D. Martinez throws out Jay Bruce at the plate with runners on first and second and two out. I want to start off with K-Rod here. As Miranda McCoy joins me here in, in the chat, now I'm just waiting for her to call. The lovely Miranda McCoy. Follow her at Meet Shay on Twitter. The Wondrous. But um, K-Rod, was, uh, K-Rod got the first two out. He was one out away from a 1-2-3 inning when he gave up three consecutive singles that could have driven in a Almost could have driven in a run. That could have that, that actually could have loaded the bases had Jay Bruce stopped at third. But the third base coach of the Mets weighed him home for, for a bad reason, and JD Martinez, with his help, with his much healthier elbow, easily threw out Jay Bruce at the plate. Rewinding back to the top of the seventh, <coughs> um, that's so, something in my throat. <coughs> the Tigers uh, committed two errors. that could have been scored three errors. And that allowed two two Mets runs to score when it was six to three going into the seventh inning. Also, uh, in the fifth inning, Matt Boyd allowed two runs. And it all started with uh, a a dumb throw by Ian Kin a dumb throw by Ian Kinsler and uh, Miguel Cabrera somehow failed to to pick it. It was a it was actually an e an e, uh, it, it actually looked like an easier one hopper to Cabrera. He could have picked it off easily, but he, but he somehow just whacked it away with his glove. That allowed the next batter to to, to knock in the 
knock in that run to make it six to two and and then it was six to three all of a sudden. Right after the Tigers exploded for five runs, I think um, I think in the third or fourth inning, but um, Matt Boyd, Brad Osmus let Matt Boyd finish the fifth inning somehow, and Boyd got out of it, and he just barely got the win, despite despite Brad Osmus. Now, granted, the Tigers got got just enough offense, but um, they need to cut back on their sloppiness. And K. Rod still uh, still uh, needs to still needs yet to uh, pitch a one, two, three inning. He he he's got to stop allowing base runners. At least he didn't he did at least he didn't uh, allow a base runner to lead off the ninth. He got the first two out. I'll give him that. But after three consecutive singles, I cannot, even though he got the save, I cannot give him the benefit of the doubt. That that save was despite those three singles that he gave up. We all saw it. And, um, we know K-Rod has to do better. The defense has to do better, a lot better than that. Brad Osmus, uh, also in, in the third inning, or the second inning, rather, didn't even try to steal second base with Nick Castellanos. And Justin Upton somehow hit into an easy 6-4-3 double play. A lot of things that went wrong, even even in a winning in a winning cause. But that's all I have to break down for tonight's six-five win. Can't can't blame much of that uh, sloppy seventh inning up on Justin Wilson. He he pitched his tail off. He induced as many ground balls as, as anybody would ask for. And the defense let him down. Until they get, finally got a double play, and they finally got out of the inning yet with the lead for good. Uh, we, have, we, have a, we have a caller. It's, uh, it's our own lovely Miranda McCoy. How you doing, Miranda? Hey, Taylor. How's it going? Good. How about you? Doing well. Hello, Miranda. Hey. Hi. What's going on? Oh, uh, not much. Yeah. Did you have a good weekend so far? Uh, yes. That's good. I've heard your voice forever, dude. Yeah, I know. I actually uh, just yep. I actually just finished a live show with an, with another uh, program. How was that? that? Is- that was Lewis Tenor, ladies and gentlemen. That is also my live score, scoring update reporter. Yes. 
Yeah, I was filling in for uh, Betty Cantley, uh, who I do the NBA Roundtable show with. Um, I was the designated. I was the uh, let's say the pitch hitter uh, today. Because because Betty Cantley uh, still has um, an infection. Yes. Oh, I see. She's she's had she's had it for uh, quite a while now, and uh, oh no, yeah, that's, that's never good. So when she was looking for someone to be a co-host, they wanted the best person for the job. That's but he huge. died. But he died, so they sent me. Yep. I don't. I don't blame him. <laughs> As the joke goes. <laughs> yep. Oh, no, you do a great job, honestly. Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome. So Miranda, your Indians uh, also also won. They beat the Yankees five to two. Congratulations to them. Thank you. Hey, hey, Lewis, Lewis. What was that? Well, just some just some uh, accidental noise, I guess, as usual. I see. Um, yeah, they did really great. I mean, better than yesterday, last night. It was garbage. Man, oh, man, 13-7 last night. What the yeah. heck happened? Honestly, it was just, it was just garbage. Yep. It's frustrating, but honestly, they did great today, so yep. can't complain. So, so with that, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. so with that, the lead state, the, the Indians AL Central lead stays at two with the Tigers right behind them, but um, yeah. good news, good, very good news for the Tigers. The Red Sox got shut out by the Dodgers 3 nothing in L.A. earlier today at Dodger Stadium in a matinee game out west. So that means the Tigers reclaim sole possession of the second American League wild card spot by a half a game. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just the break the Tigers needed. They just need to keep on going. Mm. That's what ma- that's that's the whole thing that matters here. The race. This is this is this is gone from critical is serious now that we are on the already in the month of August. Indians, Tigers, Red Sox, even the Mariners are are creeping up. They're they're down eight to four right now in the bottom of the fifth, uh, six to four rather. They were down six to two early, a bit earlier. They're 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 chipping away. So uh, besides the Indians, uh, what have you been up to, uh, Miranda? Me? Oh, um, just honestly, finally drinking today. It was actually really exciting. Because I haven't in forever, so some family came over and friends. So it was nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just really chill. Tell them I said hi, huh? I will. But, um, some are asleep, and then a bunch of them went out. And I'm like, I'm not going. I felt a little too drunk, so... Like mm-hmm. I'm staying in, but yeah, uh, I watched a little bit with the Olympics today with basketball. So, oh yeah, the Olympics are going on right now in Rio. Yeah, that is big, huge. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah, tremendously humongous. Yeah, no doubt. 
they pretty much blew, blew them out. It was not even a game at all. I'm sure it won't be with anyone, but I'd be surprised. Now, wait a second. What do you think about the, uh, with the game with Spain? I think that's going to be, um, I think, Monday or Tuesday, because Spain's a pretty tough team. They are. Um, I mean, honestly, I think if anyone's going to give them issues, it'll be them. But other than yeah. that, I feel pretty good about it. I feel pretty confident for us. I was thinking that the game with China was going to be a lot closer than I expected, and turned to be it turned to be a rout. Yeah. I, I mean, because China was in the first quarter, um, it looked like they were you know keeping pace with us, and they even briefly took a lead. And I thought, well, this could be uh, highly competitive, and that's why that's what I was thinking because uh, you know China has produced some good NBA players over the years, and I mean players that were born in China, not just of Chinese descent, like. Jeremy Lin. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was nothing. Taylor, I don't know if you remember the one night that I called in and I said for my friend Santana to say hi as well. Do you remember All right. That? No, do you I remember that? Said, I, just said, I just said hi back. No, no, no. This is like a previous call. Like when I called in a while ago, we were... Oh. All pretty drunk, and I made her say hi. Um, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that, but I mean, I feel like I'm always talking about Santana, like on Twitter, yep. anyway. Um, but her brother, he's going to play in Spain. Actually, today was his going away party, so see see what he does over there. Pretty excited for him, actually. Good luck to him. Yeah, for sure. He works his ass off like so much. Like I'm, I don't know. He deserves it out of anyone I know. So keeps up the hard work. I think I'll pay him for it. But... Mhm. Well, we shall see. Yep. Now on with this. Additionally, is Leslie Montero. Uh, Leslie, uh, sloppy game, but the Tigers just just knit just knit the Mets just. Barely, that play at the plate on, mm-hmm. that, on that third consecutive single, K Rod should have. I thought should have pitched a one-two-three inning. He allowed three base runners and and still got the save, despite all that. Well, he got the first two out, and then he just yeah. uh, lost it up to death. But you know what? When you're when you're hot, you're hot, and when you're hot, you get these type of runs. You you get everything going your way. So. This is what happens when you're hot. Everything goes right. And tonight was another example when, you know, the Tigers survived Matt Boyd's uh, erratic uh, game in the fifth inning or what happened with J.D. I mean, this is the type of things that happen when you're hot. So everything's working out. Well, well, except for the defense, they committed three errors. Mm-hmm. And, and Matt Boyd, in the fifth inning, ran ran out of gas. Brad Austin has let him finish the fifth inning. Boy gave up two runs and still finished the fifth inning. That cut the Tigers' lead in half to six to three. When they were up six to one going into the fifth inning, but just just a lot of just a lot of errors. Also including uh, Jose Iglesias typically getting getting caught stealing second. He needs to stop that. He, he he's a better base runner than that. And uh, Brad Osmus not stealing second base with Nick Castellanos when uh, Justin Upton 
um, uh, hit into a double to an easy six four three double play. I think that was in the second inning. Yeah, that was in the second inning. Uh, speaking of Castellanos, he uh, he got hit by the pitch in the hand in the left hand and had a non-displaced fracture in the fifth metacarpal in it in his left hand. That that could spell fifteen. That could have fit. That could read fifteen day disabled list written all over it, guys. Yeah, yeah, but. You know, uh, we, we, let me start with Castellanos here. Yeah, it sucks for him because, you know, he's been playing well. I know he has struggles of late, but you don't want to lose a valuable player like him. And he's had such a good year. You know, yeah. you want him to be a big part of the race. I mean, he never had, had a chance to make an impact in the race before. So this, is, this was his opportunity. Now, who knows? And it sucks for him. The Tigers are going to be okay uh, without him, but... You know, it's, it's still a loss because you're not going to replace his productivity at the plate. You're not going to replace his play on defense. And it's a tough blow, but the Tigers are equipped to handle this because they survived uh, without J.D. Martinez for a while. So as long as Mickey and Victor and J.D. are healthy and Kinsler is healthy, the Tigers are going to be all right. But, yeah, it sucks uh, that he got hurt. There's no question about it. That, that, but that led to Mike Avila's playing th- to Brad Osmus uh, inserting Mike Avilas at, at third into third base, and Mike Avilas played played his shittiest tonight. He, yeah, well, he, he, he he committed one error, which should have been two errors, which should have been scored two errors, and and uh, he he hit like shit as always. I I could have put an Andrew Andrew Romine if I if I were. If I were any manager besides Brad Osmus, uh, Romine has a better on base percentage. To, to my view, has a better on base percentage that, than uh, Mike Avila. Avila's can't Avila's can't can't even uh, get on can't even reach a base. Romine, I, I sometimes can reach base, but uh, he still needs improvement on his bat. But but I think but I think Avila's is even shittier than Romine nowadays. Well, uh, Mike can't play. He uh, he is who he is. He's a nice he's a nice bench player, and that's it. I mean, other than that, you know, he adds nothing to the team. And uh, you know, uh, it, it just sucks that what happened to Nick. It really does now more than ever. Because I don't know where the Tigers will get production. McGee, eh, I don't know. This is not good, but. Like I told you, the Tigers have a lineup that's deep enough where they can offset the loss of Nick Castellanos. But, you know, playing the hot corner is not going to be easy, though. Well, well, uh, also, I, here's a crazy uh, tweet from mm-hmm. Justin Spiro. Um, he was considering signing A-Rod to the Tigers as a backup. It's not happening. It's no, it's not happen. happening at all. It's that yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I I knew it. A Rod, I mean, the, the Tigers, I, 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 the, I, I, Tigers I, fans don't want A Rod at all. Neither do the Tigers. A Rod doesn't. A Rod just, I, I think, he's uh, done. Is better off elsewhere. Yeah, and not only that, he's not a good player anymore. He's done. He's finished. Okay. Uh, uh, he, I. He still has yet to reach. He still has yet to reach the seven hundred home run mark. 
No, I don't think it's going to happen. And there's no point having him out there. It's, it's just not going to work. And what what is he going to do sitting on the bench? It does nothing. Uh, it's just, I mean, do, you, do the Tigers want a distraction? a just bad news, you know? Uh, and I just yeah. don't think his uh, low production is worth the trouble. He let him play in the National League, but it's just not working for him with the Tigers. It's just, eh. I, I don't see where he's a fit. Well, that, so that leaves us with the, that leaves the Tigers with one option. Just call up Casey McGay. At this point, what are they going to do? I mean, you can try Ron Uribe, but, you know, you can Uribe? try Ron Uribe, yeah. You can try him, but, yeah, I mean, he can't be worse, but, yeah, you know, it's not a bad idea. I think Bob Wojnowski tweeted about it and Ron Allen, but, yeah, it can't be any worse. But no matter what, nobody's replacing Castellanos. That's, that's just the reality of it. I mean, mm-hmm. Uribe would be Uribe would be okay, at least offensively, but uh, we'll just see what, how it goes. Hopefully one of them will step up. But, you know, at least the Tigers have enough depth in the lineup to offset the loss of Nick Castellanos. Yeah. Well, they'll have to, they'll, they'll have to stick with either Romine or Avilas. Uh, hopefully just hopefully just Romine, and, and they should – they should designate Avila's for assignment yeah. and uh, get and uh, call up Casey McGahey. Yeah. Uh, it's that uh, it uh, Avila's just can't can't do shit. He can't play. No, especially he not in the majors. Know. Just not as a tiger. He, he was better off an Indian <laughs> than a tiger. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but um. I think they're going to give McGahey a chance to, uh, to get some at-bats and some playing time at third and go from there. Hey, Miranda, what did you think of Mike Avilas when he was playing for the Indians? I'm sorry, what was that? What did you think of Mike Avilas playing for the Indians uh, before he came to Detroit? I mean, he wasn't like one of my favorites, but... What was that? Like wasn't a favorite of mine, but oh okay. Do you, was... do you all like him? Uh, I, I, uh, he's not my favorite either, Miranda. Yeah. Yeah, but, I don't know. But but he he has played worse a lot worse as a tiger than he has an Indian. Yeah, I don't know. He just always gave me like bad vibes. I don't know. I can't explain it. Something. I hear you. But um, we we heard some news today on Lions um, tight end Eric Ebron. He suffered uh, a torn Achilles, uh, an apparent Achilles injury, a potentially quote-unquote devastating Achilles injury. He was carted off the field, but then moments, a moment or two later, Eric Ebron said he's actually okay. Yeah, uh, hmm. you know, Eric Ebron. I, I, I don't know. I, the, it just seemed there's always bad news with him. You know, whether it's lack of play or injuries. You know, just like I said, that pick was a reach. And when you got people criticizing the pick every day, and he hears about it, he mentions about it, and deals with it on Twitter, it's just not going to end well for him. Because he don't. Going, he, 
He yeah. he doesn't take criticism. Right. He doesn't he, take criticism well, it seems. That's not that's not that's not being a man there. That's not being professional. Yeah, if you're a football player, you got to deal with it. I mean, uh, football, everybody gets criticized. And yeah. If you're playing in pro uh, sports, you're going to get ripped. It's just the reality of life. It's no different than a human being being ripped by someone in any walk of life. It is what it is. You've got to deal with it. And it sucks. That's right. It sucks, but that's, that's the reality. And that's how you've got to handle it. You can't yeah, do that. If you can't, if, you can't, can't, if you can't handle criticism, you can't handle the truth. Period. Only if criticism is true. But if it's false, then you don't have to. Then you don't have to deal with it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all you can do. That's all you can do, Eric Ebron. But it just seems like uh, it's it's a trouble uh, thing with uh, Eric Ebron. Just you know. Yep. Well, you know, getting back to the game tonight, you know what? I, I got some things to say here about about Matt Boyd. Um, you, you know, I, I did not have a problem leaving him out in the fifth inning. I'll tell you why. If you're going to develop as a young starter, you want to get out of jams. That's a, that's, you need to find something as a pitcher. You need to find out about yourself. And... I don't know if believing Matt Boyd because of a jam is going to help this development. He's got to learn on the job. And, you know, we have to forget this is a growing process for him. He's still learning. And, you know, the more he learns, the better off he and the Tigers are going to be. So I was glad that Matt Boyd pitched in the fifth inning. I didn't worry about the win per se. I was more worried about his development. I want him to grow into the job. And... That's why I was happy he was pitching the fifth inning. It wasn't about getting the win for me. I mean, the win, you know, wins are useless for a starter. I mean, I, I don't get into it, but I did want to see him uh, man up, and he did a good job. And I'm going to tell you something. I think Matt Boyd has done a fine job for the Tigers. I really do. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. He's done more than what Daniel Norris has done. Well, you may have a po- you may have one point on something. Matt Boyd is trying to learn. Yeah. But uh, he's still got a long ways to go. I don't. Uh, I, he still has uh, a lot of room to improve. But oh, of course, I mean his pitch count's got to get better. He cannot be throwing hundred pitches by the fifth inning, and then be seventy at third inning. And this has just been a team for him. I mean his pitch count just goes up, 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 and up. I mean when you're throwing twenty five pitches per inning, that's not good. And you know, that, that's part of the learning process. It's something he's got to uh, uh, go through, and hopefully he'll, he'll keep getting better. But, you know, I thought today was a, a fine outing. Uh, today was a good outing. I'm not going to say fine outing, but good outing. I mean, he did a good job. But, yeah, he's got to improve on some things. Yeah, and the pitch count, uh, you, you know, it just can't keep going up. You can't be burning the bullpen when Matt Boyd's pitching. Uh, you know, and that's something Matt's got to work on. So, uh, do you have have any points on anything else? Uh, oh, anything yeah, I got I, yeah, I got a lot to say. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, I, you could see why JD is so valuable to the team, not only just for his bat, but for his defense. That playing the ninth inning just shows you how valuable he is. I, you know, I doubt Tyler Collins or Moria, definitely not Moria, but or Mike Avila would make that type of play. I mean, Collins. 
uh, yeah, Tyler Collins. You know, guys he like reached, he reached base four times tonight. Four times Tyler Collins reached base. There's a positive that I like that I'd like to touch on for batting yeah, second know, for the second game in a row. You know what, Taylor? I think Tyler Collins has done a decent job since being called up. He really has. But he's not going to be great. But he's done a decent job. I mean, that's yeah, all I mean, you can ask out of him, Taylor. I think he's done a, I mean, what is it not to like, really? Well, well, here, here's what I'd like to say in terms of uh, Brad Ausmus uh, batting Tyler Collins second. No, that's he's, still not, he's still not necessarily a genius, is Brad Ausmus, but I think he just struck struck it rich by hit, hitting uh, hitting uh, Pine Tar with pulled gold below, leading to a rainbow to a pot of gold. Yeah. But, um, you know, you, you just like to see the, you just like to see Tyler do something at least, and he's doing that. I mean, he's done the best he could, so it is what it is. Um, but you know, he's done a decent job. And Tyler Collins has done a decent job. And, you know, he's getting on base. He's making plays on defense. I mean, uh, and that slide, you know, it was beautiful tonight in the first inning, I believe. That slide, uh, it was just beautiful. I mean, it was fast. I mean, I thought he was going to be out, but the way he ran and slid, that was as fast as I ever saw from a player. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Miguel Cabrera and Victor Martinez, they just continue to play well. It's not a coincidence the Tigers got hot the minute Miguel got hot. Uh, there's, there's definitely a correlation to it. Um, yes, yeah, and J.D. Martinez continues to be red hot after the injury. Yeah, absolutely. The three, four, five, uh, the belly part of the lineup, they're just producing. Uh, they're just doing everything right. Uh, you look at this. Miguel Cabrera has had multiple hits in the five last six games and been on base in 14 of the last 17 games, according to Matt Shepard in that tweet he wrote. And, you know, this is why the Tigers have done well. I mean, when Miguel's hitting well and when Victor is hitting well, the Tigers took off, and it's not a coincidence. And that's why they're in a position to win, uh, uh, to uh, be in first place soon. I mean, you need your best hitter to play like your best hitter, and now the Tigers are getting that from the three, four, five hitters in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know... You know, I mean, Justin Wilson, he's always going to be interesting. He's never going to be a dominating reliever, but he'll get it done. He works. But, you know, there are going to be times where he's going to be a roller coaster reliever. And he had a rough patch tonight again, but he got out of it. And, uh, you know, he is, this is what just, but the thing about Justin Wilson is he finds a way. It's never going to be pretty, but he finds a way. Uh, so I think certain times some relievers like to be in jams. Because they need to be competitive, and it helps them. So maybe that's Justin Wilson for you. And Shane Green, what can what can I tell you about Shane Green? He's been – I don't know how you're going to put him in the starting rotation next year. You can't. His niche is being a seventh-inning guy, okay? And he could be a closer one day. Uh, I, I just don't know how starting is going to help his career now at this point. And I never thought Shane Green was a good starter anyway. I always looked at him as a believer. Yeah, yeah, Green Green uh, did a 
did a perfect job uh, holding holding the uh, Mets to, to to zero on zero hits in the eighth inning. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, your thoughts on K Rod? Um, well, again, got the first two out, but uh, then he gave up three consecutive singles when he could have pitched when he could have uh, pitched a one two three inning. He uh, threw it just a he just a, a a basic fastball at Jay Bruce, who hit a home run mm-hmm. earlier in that in that game in the fourth inning, and um, the singles kept cu- coming until Jay Bruce got nailed at the plate. It was an easy. It was actually an easy play, considering not only not only JD Martinez's elbow being a hundred percent, but uh, Jay Bruce of all people not having enough ru- base running speed to to allow JD Martinez to get that perfect throw in to to James to uh, Jared Saltalamacchia to easily nail Bruce at the plate to, for the third out and the uh, the final out of the game. Mm-hmm. That. That that saved that saved that's the that's the play that saved the the game for the Tigers, not not the closer himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like I said, sometimes you got to be lucky at times. I mean, that's the reality of life. You need to be lucky to be good. And uh, to Kworth's credit, he got the first two outs. So, you know, sometimes you have to make a good play. Uh, sometimes you need play flag to win games. I, I'm not that down on Kworth. I mean. Uh, had he blown the save, you know, that would be another story. But, you know, he's been so steady all year. He really has. There are times he's not going to be pretty, but what closer has ever been pretty outside of Mariana Rivera? Not many. So, you know, you deal, you, you deal with closers being shaky. You just hope they get it done. And, and you know, K-Y got it done tonight. Though, I think you got to give J.D. a lot of credit for that. Yeah, barely, yeah. But you got to give J.D. a lot of credit for that trail, too, so... But like yep. I said, when you're, when you're hot, you're hot. And when everything's going right, these moments happen. So, you know, Tigers are living right right now. They're in a great place. And, you know, uh, when you see moments like this, this is where they are. Yep. And and then and uh, going to tomorrow, uh, Anibal Sanchez takes the mound against Jacob deGrom. Sanchez uh, looks looks to uh, continue his uh, consistency on the mound. Hmm? Uh, yeah. yeah. This is going to yeah. be a tough game. This is going this is going to be a tough game for two reasons. One, the Tigers have had struggles day game after a night game, and Jacob Degrom is pitching as best as I have seen right now in Major League Baseball. And I watch Degrom a lot. He's one of my favorite New York athletes, and he just gets it done. Tigers are going to have a tough time against him. If they can do something against him, I'll be impressed tomorrow. What, what was the first reason again? I couldn't hear it. it you but mentioned they, a night game. Yeah, yeah, day game after a night game. Tigers tend to struggle when there's a day game after a night that's game. Only, that, that's only an excuse. Do you that's, mean that? Well, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying, though. I mean, the stats speak for itself. I mean, I, I know. Uh, I know. But they got to find a way to get it done, but. You know, that's what, but to me, DeGrom is just so good, though. It's, it's going to be tough. If the Tigers can beat him, I'll be impressed. But maybe they can beat him, because like I told you, when when you're going right, everything's going right. Uh, the Tigers are just hot. Maybe things go their way again tomorrow, like they did tonight. 
Well, well, at least Miguel Cabrera, Victor Martinez, and JD Martinez uh, are, play are, even, are even are even are even are even tougher. Yeah, what? and they're playing well right now, so you take your chances. Uh, no, I'm going to take one thing about Miguel and Victor. I give him a lot of credit for wanting to play every day because it can't be easy. But I give him a lot of credit for you know playing every day and they produce it for the most part and. It's hard. It's hard to produce a 162-game season. It really is. I mean, you're not going to be perfect all the time. I mean, outside of Ian Kinsler, there hasn't been a Tiger that has dominated each month. Uh, for all, um, well, can I say something? Months. Well, can I sure. say something real quick? Sure, go ahead. Just because they're winning doesn't mean they're doesn't mean they're playing well. Uh, what uh, like like too well? I mean, well, yeah. I mean, they they just sometimes they barely get wins despite their sloppiness. Like like tonight, three mm-hmm. errors, Matt Boyd pitching pitching five innings. I know he's learning because he's a rookie, but um, but um, it's that the, the, those three errors and the K Rod and K Rod giving up three singles and uh, Brad Osmus making that making that uh, um. Um, uh, that's just unacceptable, and that that all needs to be cleaned up if the Tigers oh, want to yeah. play. If the Tigers want to play well, it, by the way, you, Daniel Lewis. Yeah, by the way, Daniel Lewis is starting Tuesday against the Mariners. Yeah, they're in Seattle. All all three games are at ten ten. The in-game chat on Talk Shoe at ten. Starting at ten ten, with with just me and Lewis, but but if you want to join join the party, Leslie, you're 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 more than welcome to. Thank you, thank you. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Daniel Norris does on Tuesday. I mean, they need him uh, because I don't I don't expect much from Jordan Zimmerman this year. And he's already on the DL, so they got to hope that Daniel Norris is not only productive but healthy. Because I mean, I think. Having Matt Boyd be the number three guy is just too much to ask. It's too much for him. He's just not fit for that role right now. So I hope Daniel does well. I mean, I mean, I don't doubt that Matt Boyd is going to not embrace the pressure, but I just don't know if he can handle it. I just think um, this is Daniel Norris. He's got to perform. He's got to do well. And he's got to be healthy. The, the last time Adibal Sanchez pitched, he he was even healthier than he was the first half of the season. Yeah, as a but, starter. Yeah, so you, you know, no, yeah, hopefully a lot, a lot healthier, may I add. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to see how 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 it works out on Tuesday with Daniel. Uh, I mean, I'm curious to see how he does because Adibal, uh, no, 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 Daniel, no, Daniel Norris. Daniel. Yeah, he's not starting tomorrow. Audible Sanchez. Tuesday, and I'm talking about Tuesday night. Tuesday. Oh yeah, Tuesday night. Daniel Norris is starting. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I, I, I'm very curious too because uh, you know you want to see how he's going to do, and they, they need him. They need Daniel Norris because I don't trust Matt Board as a number three guy because he's still learning number from five. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Matt, no, I'm thinking. Matt Boyd is currently the number five guy. Yeah. Um, well, he should he should never have been a number three guy in the first place. But there's I agree. 
That I don't think that's the right order. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. You got, you got Verlander, Fulmer. You got um, Pelfrey, Sanche- uh, Sanchez. Now is a number three. Uh, either Pelfrey or Sanchez is a number three star. It's kind of like a tie, but Sanchez has outperformed uh, lately. Has outperformed Mike Pelfrey. Pelfrey's yep. still back and forth, but Sanchez is improving. You, you see where I'm, you see where this is going? Yeah, I understand that. I mean. But somebody's got to step up. Somebody, I don't care who. Is it Annabelle, Mike, Matt, or Daniel? One of them just step up. That's all I want. Well, well the Tigers, either both or all three. Yeah, yeah, all three would be perfect. But, you know, I, I, the Tigers need one more starter at least to step up to compete with Cleveland. I mean, in the perfect world, you'd like to see all three step up. But it's not going to happen. Mike Pelfrey is who he is. Annabelle may still have ability, but he hasn't showed it this year. Daniel Lewis has got to be healthy. He's got to show me he can be consistent, too. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't put Matt Boyd in this because I can't take him seriously unless he learns how to improve on his pitch count. So, he's he's That's your typical point. number five starter. That's the point. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Matt, Matt Boyd, I think, should be a relief pitcher. Yeah, it, it may be because uh, obviously he can pitch, but can he start? Another question. But the Tigers are going to give him a chance to start because they want to get something out of David Price trade. I mean, you don't just trade David Price and get nothing in return. I mean, they got to get something. They got to get something out of Daniel or Matt Boyd or one of the two uh, at this point. So they'll give Matt Boyd a chance. Um, they just gotta hope that Matt does good enough for Evans games. I mean I think he's done okay since his call up. He's done all right. But yeah, he's got a lot to learn. And if he's the if he's the guy they're gonna the Tigers trust the number three guy, then they're in trouble. Because I just don't think uh he's ready for that role. He can pitch but he's not ready where you can rely on him like Michael or Justin Rolander. Well, uh, Mike Michael Fulmer should uh, pitch either Monday or Wednesday. I gotta ch- I gotta take a look at the look at MLB dot com and and see. I know Norris or, or Tigers think... or Tigers dot com rather. Yeah, so, I know Norris is pitching Tuesday. That much I know from George Sipple Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, George, think... George Sipple George Sipple has me blocked on Twitter. So Why? I. Well, because he can't, he can't. Well, because I, I either, either liked or retweet, tweeted uh, a, a quote from Jeff Moss on on George, one of George Sipple's tweets, <laughs> and George Sipple took took a lot of displeasure to it, as most other Detroit media Detroit media members do. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, we they, the Tigers don't have any. Any starting pitcher scheduled for Monday at ten ten? Yeah, I'm guessing. Uh, August ninth, Tuesday. No starting pitching. Uh, no starting pitcher scheduled, according to Tigers.com. And well, well, actually, actually, Tigers.com doesn't have it yet, but the Score.com may have it. Let me check. Give me one minute. Was... Yeah. Good. I think Fulmer's pitching Monday, though, because he hasn't started uh, in recent days. So you got to figure he's going to – the last time we started was Wednesday. So 
You got to think Monday is his turn. Michael Fulmer is pitching Monday against Hisashi Iwakuma. Jordan Zimmerman um, is scheduled to pitch Tuesday against uh, LeBlanc and then Justin Verlander against Felix Hernandez Wednesday at 10-10, the series finale. Uh, Matt Boyd on Friday against Hugh Darvish in Texas. The Rangers, Sanchez. Uh, did, did, did Michael Fulmer get hurt? I don't see him anywhere in the rotation. No, not that I know of. Not that I know of, no. Not that I, not oh. that I know of. Well, we gotta, we got to ask either the audience or the media on, on this. Maybe I'll ask Ed Smith tomorrow. I, I, not that I really know about it. I mean, um, yeah. I, I'll ask Ed Smith right now. So it's 11.45 p.m. Eastern Time. This is episode 93 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on Talk Show. I'm Taylor Phillips with Leslie Montero, Miranda McCoy, and, and Louis Tenor, and Ron Clayton Jr. in the chat room. Welcome, Ron. Uh, why don't we uh, take a break from all this huffing and puffing and let Louis Tenor announce the scores from MLB, the division standings and the wild card standings. Lewis, take him away, please. Got Thank it, man. You. All right. So here we go. And again, that just ended, the Mar- the Rockies double up on the Marlins, 12-6. Heading out at the top of the ninth, the Brewers are clobbering the Diamondbacks 11-4 with two out and two wanderers on first and second. Uh, at the end of the eighth, the Padres are having an easy time with the Phillies, 9-4. to The Angels are leading the Mariners, 6-4 to in the top of the seventh. One on and one out with the runner on first, and Escobar is up at bat. In the Indians beat the Yankees, 5-2. to The Cubs shut out the Athletics, 4 to nothing. The Dodgers beat the Red Sox, 3 nothing. Thank goodness. The Rays over the Tigers seven to three. Giants had an easy time with the Nationals seven to one. Pirates get past the Reds five to three. White Sox double up on the Orioles four to two. Detroit gets by the Mets six to five. Really? The, yes. <laughs> Rangers beat the Astros three two. Royals beat the Blue Jays four to two. And the Braves. <laughs> Had an easy time with the Cardinals, 13-5. to oh, It's nice to see they're doing something right for a change. Uh, okay, uh, over, to the, over to the standings now. And it goes like this. Orioles, uh, the, National, the American League East. The Orioles are 62-47. and 47. The Blue Jays have more wins at 63, but also have more losses at 48. So they are now dead even, depending how you look at it. The Red Sox are 16 and 49. The Yankees are 55 and 55, but I'm still not counting them out yet. 
and the Rays are 45 and 64. To the Central Division, the Indians are 62 and 46. The Tigers are 61 and 49. The White Sox 53 and 57. The Royals are 52 and 58. And the hapless Twins are 44 and 66. To the oh, West. Mike, 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 corrections. Pardon the interruption, but Michael Fulmer does start on Monday. I mentioned that. My, my apologies. I, I, I instantly forgot. Leslie, my apologies, but Lewis, continue. That's yeah, good to know, though. Rangers in the West. The Rangers are 64 and 57. Astros sliding back a bit at 57 and 53. The Mariners are 55 and 53. The, the Angels, 49 and 60. And the Athletics, 48-62. To the National League, the Nationals, 65-45, despite today's loss. The Marlins, falling a little further back at 58-52. The Mets are now 56-54. They're starting to slip a bit. Phillies, 51-60. And the Braves, still proving they are the worst team in baseball at 40-70. and 70. Central, Cubs keep rolling along, 68-41. Cardinals, 58-52. Pittsburgh, dead even, 53, no, 55-53. A little misprint here. Brewers, 48-59. And the Reds, 44-65. The West, Giants, 63-47. The Dodgers, 61-49. The Rockies, 55 and 55, even. Padres, 47 and 62. And the Diamondbacks, 44 and 65. A lot of these races are very tight in some of, in some of the divisions, especially in the American League East. I mean, even I think the Yankees still have a chance because it, 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 it's, it's very close, all except with the exception of the Rays, the American League East. Has the tightest has the tightest race. All right, now over to the regular uh, the wild card standings. Just let me get my. Uh... All right, ah, oh, here we go. It goes like this: the Orioles and Blue Jays are a game and a half up in the wild card spot, followed by the Tigers. Red Sox just a half game back. The Astros four back. The Mariners, five back. Yankees are only six back. The White Sox, eight back. The Royals, nine and back. The Angels are 11 and a half out. Oakland is 13 out. Rays are 18 and a half, uh, 15 and a half out. And the Twins, 17 back. To the National League, the Dodgers are three games up for the wild card spot, followed by the Marlins and the Cardinals. Pittsburgh is two back. The Mets are only two back. Rockies are only three back. The Phillies are seven and a half out. The Brewers are eight and a half. Padres, ten and a half. Cincinnati Reds, thirteen and a half out. Same as the Diamondbacks. And the Braves are eighteen out. Uh, a couple of uh, other interesting news. First full day of Olympic competition has begun uh, with the men's and women's basketball um, tournament. 
France via in the men's, France via, no, I'm sorry, Australia via France, 87-66. Now, here's an interesting one. Siberia, that's what I said, Siberia, via Venezuela, 86-62. I figured that kind of a cold climate, all I did was ice fishing. And the U.S. just had a field day with China, 119-62. I was actually expecting that game to be a lot closer. Uh, but again, I could, I, mean, I could be wrong. Um, in women's soccer, Hope Solo, her only goal was the, was the, only, was the difference in the game against France today, one nothing. Of course, she used the force in that game. Oh. Um, interesting development that we've had here today that it turns out that Alex Rodriguez is going to hold a press conference tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., Gee, I wonder what that's all about. Hint, hint. Because I'm hearing reports that he doesn't that he doesn't want to be upstaged by Teixeira, so my guess is that he is going to retire, make the announcement official. Uh, in other women's action in basketball, um, France over Turkey, 56-39. Canada over China, 90 to 68. Um, Yasiel Puig was cleared off waivers yesterday and now is going to AAA Oklahoma City as that is that is how it's been told um, also in women's soccer today Canada over Zimbabwe 3-1 to one. and I don't know if you I don't know if any of you are into cycling but uh Minor incident happened today at near the finish line in the men's uh, cycling when a blast near the finish line, about 70 kilometers, uh, flashed. It was turned to be a, contr- a control explosion from an unattended bag that caused it. Uh, one player was injured, but the race did continue on. That's all that happened. No other serious injuries occurred. And just we thought that all was well with the Jets, wrong. As teammates themselves, Brandon Marshall and Sorrell Rivas got into a bit of a confrontation yesterday yeah. on the field, but staff member David Scott had separated too quickly before it came at all out brouhaha in training camp. Now, you want to talk about something really despicable? Mm-mm. I'll tell you. Um, Oakland A's strength and training coach, Mike Henrique, was suspended after he was hiding a camera in the locker room. Now, his claim is that that he put a camera to watch his players work out and rehabilitate from injury. I mean, but that's kind of low. There's nothing sacred even in the locker room anymore. Wait, what? Yeah, that's yeah. It, it was um, the Oakland A's strength and conditioning coach. He put a hidden camera in the locker room. Oh man! Yeah, is nothing sacred anymore? Well, well, well. Here's the thing. He's trying to do. I think he's trying to do undercover work to to make sure there's no trouble in the clubhouse. Yeah, but I still, mean, I don't know. It's kind of low. 
to detect it's, any kind of trouble that goes on. I think it's just really creepy. It is. It's spying. Mm, wow. Yeah. That, that, that's another good point. Yeah. Either either he's spying or doing undercover work. Well, either way, he's spying, either for a good cause or a bad cause. Who who knows what it's for? Maybe he's a government agent. Uh, anyway, uh, D-backs pitcher Zachy Boy Zach uh, Garnicky was scratched from last night's lineup with a strained oblique. However, uh, if all goes according to plan, he should be ready to start tomorrow. And for the first time in a year, David Ortiz played at first base today. He's really making he's really making some headway in his final final games of the season. As you know, but three great three great players are calling it quits this season. Two ex, uh, one expected and two unexpected. We knew Poppy was going to be gone this year, but well, Teixeira maybe and Rodriguez. Hmm, I'm not too surprised, but you know, just done at the spare of the moment like that. You know, because he says I want to be outstaged by Mark Teixeira, so. I'm going to call it quits tomorrow morning in a press conference at 11 a.m. Well, that's what it appears to be, that it looks like he will announce his retirement. I think it's, I think his time is due, though. I mean, he's, he's had a great career. I mean, he will get to 700 home runs before the year is out, no question about that. But um, as far as breaking the record, no, that is not going to happen. And I think if he stayed out of trouble in those two years, it might have been a whole different scenario. I mean, he messed up. He he messed up himself. You know, I mean, that's you know, it's 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 tarnished now. Mm-hmm. If he would have had the record, because that would have been a big asterisk, you know, up on, up on the sports pages. It's like saying, well, does he deserve it? Uh, we brought up another question uh, when I was doing my other show. Some are saying yes, some are saying no. Do you think uh, Mark Teixeira will make the Hall of Fame? Not sure. Aha. Okay, another, hmm. Well, I was uh, talking on... Um, on the uh, sports show called The Locker Room uh, earlier this evening, and the host was saying he doesn't have a chance. Well, he might have a chance, but he won't be on the on the first on the first ballot. No, probably not. But I still think at his level of playing that I think he will make the Hall of Fame at some point. He had a he had a great career and was a great switch hitter. So. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't, and a five-time Golden Glove winner, as I mentioned last night. So, I think that deserves, um, you know, Hall of Fame mentioning. But it's up to, but it's up to the committee, not me. But I think, but I think, I think he's deserving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, that JD Martinez play just made number four in the in the Sports Center top ten. Could be number one. <laughs> well, let's let's not go that that far. Let's not be fanboys here, <laughs> right? Uh, right now in the here. right now in the late game, 
in the women's basketball, it is now, I think that's, is it Brazil? Japan is leading, I think. I think it's Brazil or is it Belgium. It's 41-40 now starting the third quarter. And that's the last basketball game of the day. I hate women's basketball. I don't mind it. No, I don't mind it. It's the worst thing to watch ever. (laughs) No, that's mud wrestling. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Taylor, you have have Snapchat, don't you? Yeah, I got a Snapchat. Yeah. Do you follow Draymond Green on there? Uh, I haven't. I think I should. Yeah, he I, I, just he post he posted his penis the other day. Accidentally. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Oh man, that that's what you've been talking with your family about, uh, as I heard on Twitter, Miranda. Oh yeah, no, I showed my whole family his penis. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a mentioning of that, but I didn't want to go into full blown detail when I was bringing the story last week because I thought it might have sounded too offensive. I didn't want to use, you know, that uses, um, you know, because there may be people listening and like, did he just say what I think he said? Uh, you know, I want to, I want to keep a clean image. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I just found out something here on the headlines that you know how uh, that NBA players are trying to make comebacks where they go into international play and then want to come into the uh, NBA after that. Well. Ray, I get this. Ray Allen is considering an NBA comeback. He has spoken to um, the Celtics and the and the uh, and the Yucks. I mean the Bucks about possibly joining the team for the for the upcoming season, twenty six seventeen, as told by the Harper Current. I'm familiar with that paper. I lived in Connecticut for a year, so uh, it's it's. Um, I wouldn't say it's a deal set in stone, but it is possible. You got two players who are trying to make a comeback first with the Chinese league before coming over to the states, and now you got Ray Allen trying to make a comeback. I don't know. I mean, when you get past like 35, your body starts telling you, like, you know, maybe it's time for you to slow down because Allen's like about what 41. Mm-hmm. I mean, in basketball years, that's about 55. Wow. I do my own little calculations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think 41 is, you know, a little bit late to start making a comeback, especially since you've been out for a while. You know, you're not you're not that, you know, young talent coming out of Nova back in, back in the day. And, you know, you're, you're probably slowed up by now. And I have a been out of shape a little bit. And one more note here I just found out. Um, NBA is nearing a deal for New Orleans to host the 2017 All-Star Game. They're very close to a deal. This was confirmed by ESPN. The game is scheduled to take place on February 19th, 2017. And a formal announcement is to be taking place next week. Originally supposed to be in North Carolina, but because of that controversy with you know, they just, they went out. So New Orleans is uh, possibly stepping in. 
And of course, I will keep you posted. All right. Okay, all yours. All right. A uh, few updates on the Tigers here. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Nick Castellanos and Jordan Zimmerman, uh, both both uh, being placed on the 15-day disabled list. Castellanos, as I mentioned, a fracture of the fifth metacarpal on his left hand after being drilled by, by that pitch. Uh, and Jordan Zimmerman, his re-aggravation of his neck injury. When Brad Osmus and Al Avila put Zimmerman in, reactivated Zimmerman too early. And I blame Osmus and Avila 100%. And I don't blame Zimmerman for it either. Uh, Also, I blame Osmus for uh, even letting leaving Zimmerman in the game to pitch the set the, even to throw even one pitch in the second gosh forbid inning. Other updates. The Tigers have recalled infielder Casey McGahee and Kyle and left handed relief pitcher Kyle Ryan from the triple A Toledo Mudhands and they have placed right handed relief pitcher Bruce Rondone on the paternity on the paternity list on for Monday, effective Monday. So that that that's it for the that's it for Tigers updates. Sad to see Cassianos go, but uh, the right the right move uh, had been made. Thanks to Miranda McCoy for uh, for joining us. Uh, she wanted to have a phone call conversation with uh, Santana here. Uh, it's it's a she though, but um, wonder what's wonder what's happening with Santana. Um, Miranda sent me a text. She said, "I don't want to interrupt, but Santana won't stop calling, and I'm going to make going to call her to make sure everything is okay." Thanks for having me on. BB. That's bye-bye. Yep. That's understandable. Uh, Tell Santana I told her to get well, Miranda. Please, if you're listening. But um, the Michigan Sports Truth post-game edition will not be on the air until Friday, next Friday, August 12th, at about 11 or 11.30 p.m. when when the Lions, after the Lions kick off their preseason in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. And and the Tigers are in Texas at 8.05 against the Rangers. So we got a double. We got a Detroit sports double head. Detroit sports double header on the with the Michigan Sports Truth uh, chat. Uh, the Michigan sport on the Michigan Sports Truth uh, to cover. 
Yeah. Uh, it's a toss-up, Lewis. Uh, Eight oh five. You want to do a post-game edition or, or post-game? Any- post-game because they do uh, Michael oh. Black on uh, nine nine thirty. Yep. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, I I go back to class though. Um, I believe that this week uh, with Tuesday and Wednesday, so I pretty much doubt be able to join you Monday and Tuesday. But Wednesday, I think I can do. You think you can be on Wednesday? When Wednesday, more likely. Monday and Tuesday, most likely not. All right. Well, uh, I guess I guess I may have to uh, put off the Monday and Tuesday in-game chats then, and then uh, I'll probably uh, I'll probably do a, a a very late late post-game edition for Monday and t- for Monday and t- uh, after Monday and Tuesday night. Right. Yeah, that would be fine. I would be there Monday and Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah, Monday and Tuesday night, I can come uh, up to the game, sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you think you think you'll be on Monday and Tuesday, Leslie? Yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'm home Monday and Tuesday. Uh, uh, right. Because I'll be watching the game late at ten o'clock. So. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, the, when the Tigers on the West Coast, I'm always home for the most part. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and it won't be a problem Monday or Tuesday. And you're more than likely, and you're more than likely to stay awake. That yes. <laughs> at one o'clock in the morning. Yes, you can get me on there at that time. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. So I'll talk to you Monday, okay? So so am I. Yep. Yes, right. I will talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you mon- Monday late at night. Yeah, after the after game. After the game. After the game. For episode ninety-four. For episode. For episode 94 of the Michigan Sports Street Post Game Edition, wow. but stay, but stay tuned on social media, everyone, because episode 223 of the Michigan Sports Truth on Spreaker Sunday night 11 with yours truly and Ed Smith. Follow him on Twitter at Ed Smith 313. We were we are looking for, we need more listeners to uh, uh, on that podcast feed to um, to uh, have enough have enough paid sponsors. Uh, what is the what is the podcast on that anyway? Uh, it's on Spreaker. Okay. So, uh, Lewis, you have anything else uh, before we sign off? Uh, no, I think I've covered everything. All right, Lewis. Uh, we we will. Uh, I will uh, talk to you then Wednesday. You got it. Right. Uh, good. Good luck. Good luck in your classes. Uh, college is uh, starting uh, pretty early. In, in to, to uh, you know, where I go, it's all faster. year. Where I go, it's all year round. All year round. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, what yeah. kind of college do you go to? Well, anyway? technically, it's not a college. It's it's a facility for people who have learning disabilities, like me. Um, oh, and man. we um we we kind of think of ourselves as a school, even though it's not officially a school. But we do, you know, like classes like um, philosophy, history, science, et cetera, et cetera. So we kind of think of ourselves as um, a school, but not completely like a focus on like academia because you know we're not like a, you know we're not like a Harvard or Princeton. We're more like we're more like a secondary type like a program. I see. Are yeah, you a student I, or are you a student or a teacher? Yeah, I did that when I was younger, like I was like I was eighteen, nineteen years old in Connecticut. Oh yeah. Yeah, long time ago. So, are you a student or or a teacher? That's my question. 
I would call myself a student. Okay. Just curious. I'm not that well, smart. Well, that's well, that's uh, that's fine. It, it, well, uh, that, that's that's it, it's just an opportunity to learn. Yeah, so, I'm good. Uh, I'm good, but I'm not that good. Yep. So uh, again, I'll talk to you Wednesday late at night. Right. Um. Um. Well. Well, until until then, uh, just uh, good good luck and uh, get some rest. I will. I'll talk to you on episode ninety six. Wow. Wednesday late. Wednesday late at night. Wow, closing in a hundred episodes. Wow. I know that's quite a, quite a milestone, ain't it? Yeah. All right, my friend. I'll talk. I'll talk to you Wednesday. Yep. Talk to you Wednesday. Good night, America. And for episode uh, and for Lewis to Norm. Leslie Montero, Morant, the sweet, sweet Miranda McCoy, and Ron Clayton Jr. for, for uh, chiming in on the in the chat room on this on this podcast of episode ninety three, the Michigan Sports Truth on Talk Show, post game edition. I'm Taylor Phillips. You can follow me on Twitter at dt two Phillips. You can follow Leslie Montero at disgusted nyer and at lover of and at lover of Detroit. And you can follow Mar. Miranda McCoy on Twitter at Meet Shay, S-H-A-Y, M-E-E-T-S-H-A-Y. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.